Security Excellence Through Education, Corporate Security University. Everybody, great to see you. This is Carlos Francisco. And this is Scott Walker. And this is Corporate Security University. Security excellence through education on a podcast. That's it. We're doing a podcast thing once again. And um, we we are very excited. We kind of put together the security uh, uh, and safety awareness program. Kind of like, like you said before, Scott, the see something, say something. But this is beefed up, man. This is the this next is level corporate kind of magic. Thing. Corporate magic yeah. stuff. So we're very excited about this. And um, and we're going to be covering securing your workplace today. And this is all about, you know, getting everybody in your company to become security sentinels, yeah. not just the security folks, because we know that's a lot less people than everybody else that's there. That's right. And this is what the program is about, is to get them to focus on their area and understand and report suspicious activity. The goal here really is to to get them to report suspicious activity, things that are different that they see out there, you know, in order to protect all and 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 all the guests, all all of the the people that are coming in, um, the, the fellow workers, employees, employees, yeah. yeah, you know, and ultimately the company and the reputation of the company. So I'm excited about this program. Well, what I think the great value is here that a lot of folks don't realize, Carlos, is these security leaders out there do not have to go out and create their own. That's we it. have created it for them. We have compiled the best practices for them. That's it. So, And it's universal. Nothing we talk about here is specific to the United States or anywhere else. It is a global program. Yeah. It's all about encouraging people to report. Right. Know, report, report, report. So... Securing the workplace, and you know we've broken these down into keys, Scott. That's what I love about our program. We break everything down into component parts. The keys are instrumental here. Yeah, the beauty about it is that easily shareable, right? Five-minute meetings, you get in, yep. get out of some keys. Obviously, in this podcast, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper than that, but it is like that. So, you know, let's go right into key number one, which is preventing uh, unauthorized vehicle, uh, visitors, which, you know... Yeah. That happens all the time. Right. So what are the things, Scott, in this program that asks everybody in the company to, to think about and jump in is about securing all doors, right? And reporting anything that is unsecured um, to the security department, whatever that is, or a manager or a leader, whatever your company says, hey, I, I'm the, the person that you should be contacting, facilities, right? So this is it. Well, you know what's interesting about this? We're talking about securing access points, right? Uh, point of ingress, point of egress, uh, those choke points as we talk about and yep. when we talk about crowd, crowd management. management. Yep. Yeah. And it, this is irregardless. This, this number one key is irregardless of whether you own the facility or the building or you lease the facility or the building. Right. The, there are international standards like OSHA that require a safe workplace right. for all workers, right? That's the standard. That's that duty of care clause, yeah. standard of care that you have to have a secure work environment. If 
you know something's broken, like a, a door that won't close. We talk about door force, door helds, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of alarms. Yeah, if APVs, you, right, that pass back alarms. Yeah. That's right. And if you know that a door is not securing correctly, uh, now the security or the facilities team can take action yep. to get those things fixed. That's exactly it. All those mechanical issues. Yep. You are right. And then, um, you know, let's continue through, but... Making sure that all your security sentinels out there are familiar with with the building themselves and the team members and the vendors that are around in order to to prevent that unauthorized entry. That's you right. know the old piggybacking. We don't want that. We don't want that. piggybacking. We don't want tailgating. Those are two little little different things. But basically, unauthorized people making entrance with somebody else who does have access. We yeah. want to discourage that as much as possible. Yeah, another thing that we want from uh, the, this piece of preventing unauthorized uh, visitors really is making sure that everybody is displaying their company ID or credentials if you're in the uh, the sports uh, entertainment industry or the events side of the house with credentials. Make sure that it's visible, right? But you have to make sure that they're following this, whatever local safety standards are. That's right. You know, some of them will allow you to wear them, crush your neck. But if you have that across your neck, you got to make sure that it's a a, a breakaway, yeah, breakaway yeah. piece, right? Yep. Uh, if you have it around your hip, you got to make sure that it's uh, that it's connected directly to it, and it has some kind of elasticity that pulls back and it remains close to your hips, where it's just not dangling That's or something right. like that. Especially if you're in the industries where you're working with with heavy machinery, right? That's right. You really got to think about. Maybe put it in a plastic case that is attached to your arm, like FedEx right. does those kinds of things. They do. They do that at airports, too. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to make sure uh, that everybody knows that displaying your company ID and credentials are really uh, something important. And by the way, if people are not presenting those IDs, right, don't don't be afraid to have your folks uh, educated on how to approach. How, to approach how do you challenge folks. them? And then give them some instruction. You know, I, I love what you, you know, I'll let you tell the story about how you approach people. Mm-hmm. But we got to give our security sentinels that what do you do next? Yeah. Can you direct them to where they can check in as a visitor? Yeah. You know, things like that. But how do you approach them? Yeah. My approach is real simple. I, I try to offer them a service right away, yeah. which is really good. Um, it's, and it's a human need to. I usually go, hey, how are you? Are, are you looking for the bathroom? You know. That's great. And automatically, you're either going to say yes, no. But that gives me an opportunity, right? To look yeah, you start talking to them. To be, exactly. You start yeah. that conversation. Really make sure they have a badge or not have a badge. You know, say, oh, I'm sorry. And if they say, oh, I work here, and they show you a badge, which would be great, right? You go, oh, you know, I've never seen you. Oh, by the way, who are A pleasure to meet you. Yeah. It starts that conversation. And it's uh, it's really really nice. But um, I used to do this thing where, when I was working in Silicon Valley, we all had a, a employee IDs that we would wear around our necks on the lanyard, and we had those little pulleys, you Ooh. know, that you could attach to the yeah, lanyard. Yeah, I have those. And yeah. I would see people who would be using their wallet to get into the badge reader. Yes. And I'd say, hey, do you mind showing me your your badge? They pull it out, and I'd be like, oh, that's great. Uh, here's my lanyard. Mm-hmm. Next time, if you could just use that, I'm I'm with security. You used to give me a lanyard. I would give him my lanyard. No, I yeah, love that. because I had a double well, I mean, boxes already. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd hang on to my badge. That's but. a great approach, right? Because you don't talk about customer service. That's it. Approach to that. You don't have to bring them all the way back. No, or tell them that they had a legitimate badge. You have to walk. Boom! You just yeah. give it to them right there and that. But nine times out of ten, they were like, "Oh, I lost my lanyard. Oh, I lost my." But I, I want you to use. I want you to display your badge with pride. 
I love we're that. proud about our organization and our badge had you know the goods and the bads of badges is sometimes you do want them to have some symbolism on them so that everybody in the organization knows who they are and that they belong and sometimes you don't yeah right there's right. there's a positive and negative i mean one of the big points here is that if you do see people are in the back regardless of they have ids or not you can't really identify them you know and it's to not assume that they belong. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to say hi. Hello, how you doing? How are you? You know, can it's neighborly. You find a bathroom, right? It's neighborly. It's neighborly, right? And that's the way to go. Another one is uh, on escort, uh, escorting your visitors, right? And going out of your way sometimes to make sure you contact whoever they say that they're meeting. That's right. Sometimes you just you need to. Oh, oh, well, great to see you back here. So you're looking for Larry? Oh, I know Larry. Hold on. Just hang, I'll get Larry. I'll give him a call. Yeah. yeah. Find him in the employee directory and get you, get that visitor directive back into the right place. Yeah. A lot of employees don't understand that when they bring their visitors into secure areas or sensitive areas that they have to escort them around. Right. And that's okay. Now you get a chance to create that security sentinel, right? Yeah, with talking to the employee. And here's another one too, that a lot of, a lot of places do not have. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, Scott, a lot of places do not have, it's a release form. Uh, the release form of goods. Okay. So, so like if you what? see people like uh, walking out the back door with a printer. Yeah. Or something or like that, right? right? And they it's, don't have ID, right? I mean, whatever the case may be, you know, though in, in the tech industry, it's very normal for everybody to carry around laptops. Yes. There is but not, a, not a printer. But not every industry yeah. is the same way. Right. So make sure that you verify documentation before allowing people to just remove equipment. Like That's it. a big one on that. That's and, good. But if you don't have a release form that somebody can verify, this that's the piece that I see missing sometimes. Yeah, release form. So this is like the old hand receipt. Right. right? So if you had an a, a accountable item, yeah. you know, and that's that used to be something that was valued over a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Now laptops are worth $3,000, right? And by the way, the IP on the laptop is worth millions, no, right? right? So um, nowadays, uh, the old hand receipt may not work, but I like your release form, yeah. you know, especially yeah, the sensitive thing. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and so, his uh, his or her phone number, yeah. And if anything, contact them. Yep. Right. Well, with the description of the item that was given away to the to the employee, or in my old days, cast members or team members, right? Sure. Know, and though a lot of uh, you'll see a lot this with a lot of tech companies, especially they have e waste bins. Yes. Right. So because they chew through so much technology, yes. you know they'll throw their old parts or the things that they don't need. Sometimes you'll find fully functional laptops in the e-waste bins and those are not necessarily secured yep and so somebody might pick something out of there and take it home because they're building a computer or they're doing whatever especially in states that doesn't require um they're not heavy on environmental health no you know right. california, california where is, we both have yeah. have worked in the past where i still work yeah very heavy on That's that right. but if you go to florida not so heavy no, arizona not so heavy. right exactly right. so you got to think about that that's right. Well, let's continue on, on on this topic. You know, key number three is kind of the parking lot stuff. You're going out in a parking lot. So parking lot security, always prioritizing that personal security uh, is in a parking lot is, is very important. Being aware of your surroundings. Being aware of your surroundings. And, and sometimes, you know, my wife and I often agree, agree to disagree on these kinds of things. I come in and I'm very self-aware. You know, I came from a third world country. And, you know, pickpocketing is like a normal yeah. thing or people coming in trying to bamboozle you. I mean, where I came from, people will literally ask you 
to uh, if they're able to watch your vehicle while you're gone, and you <laughs> better and you better bucks. give them a couple dollars. Yeah, because you because come back when you and come back, gone. exactly. So you got to learn that culture too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you arrive, and here's what it is: I like to park in a well lit areas. Mm-hmm. That's where I like to be. Right. I like to keep the valuables, all my values, out of sight in my vehicle, so people are not looking in there. Yeah, very easy to lock doors and roll up windows. I'm going to add a couple more here that are important. Yeah. I just went to a, a, a little park right up here uh, where I live in California, um, right off of Walnut Creek. And um, I realized we went with family members, and I realized that the first family member pretty much parked in the last parking spot that you could possibly find in between a van in a dumpster. <laughs> All right. Did it say free candy on the side of the van? So, yeah. So so they parked with there. And then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to park right next to them because we both have, you know, I have little little boys, as you know, Scott. And so they have little kids as well. So we're pulling out the, we're riding together. So yeah. I got to park right next to them, right? So the problem with there that automatically I saw that they didn't is that we're in between a big van yeah. and a dumpster. And there was no cameras around. Nope. It wasn't well lit. I couldn't find really a light that's right above us. And by the way, on the front side, there was a couple of really extremely huge trees blocking everybody else's deals as well. Perfectly. No, perfectly placed to get whatever, you know, in which I explained later on to to my cousin in law uh, (laughs) because it was our cousins. Um, But yeah, also make sure that if you can park, you know, in a camera, where there's a camera facing where you are. Oh, that's the way to be. What I'll add before you go to the next one, what I'll yeah. add to that is you, you know, we're specifically, you're specifically talking about vehicles here, but I think this also applies to clean desk policies. Oh, right? God, so yeah. if we're in the workplace, oh, God, yeah. right? You know, um, a lot of our campuses that we have experienced um, have, they don't have offices, yeah. right? Everybody has got a, either a cubicle or these big long desks where they leave everything out, yeah. right? And so encouraging that clean desk policy, uh, I know it's a pain to, to uh, manage the lock and keys for the, the desk uh, cabinets, but we really got to get past that and utilize that as, as a I agree. appropriate way. Information security is it, right? Yeah. Information security is it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll break down, as you know, Scott, the, the information security piece of our, our security awareness program. That's right. But that's a good one to bring up as we're talking in the podcast. Um, I love that. Right. right. But now you're leaving. Now, now you're, leaving. you're on your way out. You're on your you're way out. Right? Make sure you always have your keys ready yep. to unlock the vehicle door. I think that's always important yep. uh, as you're leaving the building. By the way, if you feel uncomfortable heading out to your parking lot, let's say it's dark now. This is great. Done, I know where right? you're going. Yeah. Let security know. That's right. Let's get, get that an escort. escort. Yeah, we'll hey, we'll walk you around. Right? Yep. I when I was a security officer, I man, shit, I, I wanted to meet everybody. I wanted to talk to everybody. Yeah. And if I could just walk with you your car, I'll find out a lot about you. That's right. And then guess what? The next day, I'm calling you by your name. You know, I if you told me you got a couple of kids, uh, I'll show you pictures of my kids. Right. We're yeah, having build that rapport. There. That's right. That's great about customer centric approach. Yep. So stay alert, right, to any suspicious activities in the parking lot. You've seen a lot of weird stuff out there today, right. man. People putting flyers in, in front of your windshield or flyers in your, in your doors or, you know, whatever the case may be, just to get you to stop, slow down a bit so people can, can approach you. You Be careful with those. I always say, look, just get in the car, 
and, yep. and drive away yep. and then take care of that flyer yeah. later or something yeah. like that. Or, or if they, they put something on your tire or something like that. Yeah. 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 Just drive. You, you you can drive down the road, get out of there, drive get away. off the X. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I like, you know, being observant of your surroundings is maybe easier said than done. If you see somebody in a parking lot, it's, it's uh, <laughs> nowadays, any time of day or night. And and you feel uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong with turning around, walking back inside the building. Yeah. Right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. A call for additional assistance. Get that security escort. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I agree. We want people to be safe in the workplace. Here's another one, Scott. That for me, I, you know, I take it a little bit from my police officer days. Yeah. Because as I'm approaching my car from the rear to my driver's seat, I'm looking at my back seat. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm taking that approach, man. And I'm looking all the way through back seat, front seat and everything else that I can just to make sure, you know, there's there's uh, no no spooky monsters uh, in my back seat. Like the cookie monster. The cookie monster. It well, can be in your back like seat. Cookies. That's probably that's me. yeah, it would be me. Too. Cookie, cookie monster would absolutely right. kill me. That's right. But uh, look, once you're inside a vehicle, right, lock the doors and go ahead and leave. That's They're right. all hanging out, looking at your phone, nope. and doing all that other Don't stuff. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Yeah, right. let's go ahead and leave. So, great key number three there, Scott. Yeah. On 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 these approaches, key number four to this one, it's it's really about you know if you have these valuable ideas or you identify opportunities, let people know. What do you do with it? Let people know. Yeah. You got who you know who do you go to, right? So if you have anything that has to, if you could change a policy or procedure or lighting, yeah. let's go to lighting. You just yeah. think there needs to be more lighting back here. You know, one of the beauty, beauties about being a CPP is that I could talk to you about what, what the candlelight per, per square feet or foot, I guess, that I need mm. um, in order to fulfill a need, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in an events uh, kind of venue, parking lot, stadium, you know, you at least you want at least one square foot. You know, I used to run with three back in my days. But if you're walking in a walkway, you want at least five. You know, uh, if you're in a delivery area, fifteen front door, fifteen, right? Which covers also lumens and everything else. So here it is. If you just think that, oh, by the way, and if you see lights that are already out there, Scott, and they're just happen to not be working. Yeah, let security know. That's right. Yeah, let's that should, that should be an immediate work order to get it fixed. That's it. That's you know, uh, let's talk about really quickly, how do people communicate with your security team? How should, if a security leader is listening to this, how should they, what kind of programs should they put in place to have their employees communicate with them about what the problems are? Yeah, that's a, uh, well, that's a good one. Then that's what this program sets you for sets you up for, right? Yeah. Because we want us to communicate with security. The thing is, Scott, that I've seen out there is that a lot of uh, departments don't readily give out the SOC security number. Thank they don't, you. They don't rarely, you know, they don't readily give out a number where locally somebody can help you in a parking lot. Yeah. And I'm talking about as simple as uh, a jump start. Yep. Right? Yep. I'm talking about something as simple as, ah, I got locked out of my car. Yeah. Walkouts and I jump mean, starts. Like, simple stuff, right? And they don't even know who to call no. while they're standing by their car to for I've, help. I've heard that from my officers many a times that they're driving through the parking lot and they get flagged down. Yeah, that's it. And that's not a 911 call. No. You don't want that, right? No. It's just a, a, a courteous. And you should. You should be offering those kinds of services right. to the folks that, that you work. There's plenty 
of batteries, uh, a battery, battery chargers, battery starters that are out there. Very simple to, to put in and connect. So back in the days when I started, Scott, we used to connect it back to our cars, which back then, uh, when I started, uh, we just went away from like old like Malibus or something into these these Astro vans. Uh, yeah, I swear to God, I swear to God, Scott. But we used to literally connect, right? The old red to red, black to yeah, black, yeah. and, and jumpstart. And then it, it evolved because yeah. now that we just now it's these the size of a cell phone. You just you just attach the yeah, a battery right. power thing. But it used to be where we did it. Yeah. And here's something for security leaders out there. Right. It used to be that we did it. Well, we so messed yeah. up plenty of batteries. We got sued. Yeah. Everybody. So what well, how about the, all the EVs that are out there now? Well, how do you yeah, jumpstart an EV? So what we do now... You we, don't, by the we, way. You we don't have, jumpstart. We still haven't. We still provide, yeah. the, let's say, an employee or a guest. But we you just give kind of, it to them. Well, I give it to them. Yeah. And then and then I tell them, okay, listen, red to red, black to black. Yeah, right? And and if you want to, or you can wait for AAA or yeah. what, you can yeah. just... And you, and you press the power button here. Yep. And that's what it is, right? Same thing even with air and the tires. You say, hey, here, here's the machine, you know, let me help you because yeah, you there's a liability tire or something like that. Yeah. Or the uh, an issue that I've had in a prior life where the tire actually blew while we were doing it. And then some people got hurt and, yeah. and there was a lot of other things that went on there. But again, well, you, we digress a little bit. Provided. So here's, here's, here's what I was going to suggest with con- uh, as security suggestions mm-hmm. right there's nothing wrong with having a suggestion box too oh yeah and that box can take a number of forms it can be a physical form if you have a facility and you want to have a security suggestion box right outside the security office do that hey let your employees know in a newsletter hey security suggestions can be put into the box write it down let us know what can we do better yeah where is there a light out yeah you know communicate with us if you're not going out and being the town sheriff, the mayor, the, the mayor of, oh, of oh, your facility. Mayor, yeah, you should be out oh, there that's talking like to people. politician. That's it. You know what's interesting? Because if you don't teach people, Scott, that lights that are out in the parking lot are important to you, yes. it won't be important won't, to them. It won't be important to them. You know what I mean? No, I agree. So you got to be going out there. So that's the beauty about key number four is so getting people excited about being proactive and really feeling encouraged yeah. to share with you what they're seeing without hesitation. Yeah, I, I always, always call it being empowered. empowered. They're empowered to be security sentinels. Yeah. Take some ownership and pride in this organization and in this facility and let's protect each other. Because again, we're gonna we're going into a world where we'll have less security professionals there to escort us to vehicles and things like that. Yeah, it's so, about safeguarding that mission. That's right. Right? And this is what this 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 part of the security and safety awareness program, our community watch program, really talks about on security in your workplace. And it's about empowering once again folks mm-hmm. to jump in and help out security a lot more of them than us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And this is it. And these talking points, really, you know, that's what they are. They're just talking yeah. points, uh, which uh, talking keys are, are something that even you could just hand out to all your managers. That's not to be security managers. No. And in their briefings, right in the beginning, they can literally just read right down the talking points, it, right? There's and four, now they're speaking for you. And, they're, and they're, you're giving, you're empowering them with tools, with information. And it's not just like, hey, if you see something, say something. We talked about this in the past, yeah. in other podcasts. It's more than that. What did you see and why is it important? And then... Who do you say something to? Who do you call? Right, and we've talked about calling nine one one is not calling security, right? For for a security type issue, so we want people to communicate with us. That one of the easiest things to do in an organization is get a security app. 
email alias, right? right? You know, and, and it's security at whatever your company is dot com. Mm-hmm. And that goes to all the security people that you could ever want it to go to so that they can the security folks can now be empowered to act with information far too often we don't talk about what's going on in our organization and then something happens and we all because this is where i come in as an investigator i have to investigate why the issue happened that's right and my root cause analysis identifies key issues like nobody's talking about security nobody knows what the security uh, soc or gsoc phone number is yeah. right or the email is they don't know how to ask for a security escort yeah. right all of those things have come out in all my investigations i have lived this for for the last 10 years in the private sector yes yeah, scotty this really sets up and kicks off that security culture. Security culture. You've got to change the culture to be more secure. That's it. Right? And that's these are requirements or international standards that require these things. Start t- being proactive as a security leader and doing these things. We want our everybody in our organization to be safe, happy, productive, and to, to do what they love doing, which is whatever that project is, whatever that work is, whatever that workplace is. We want them to be in, have an enjoyable experience. I love it. Well, listen up, everybody. That was it. That was security in your workplace. Your workplace. Yeah, a great, great topic uh, on our uh, uh, security and safety awareness program, our community watch program. And uh, it was awesome. It was awesome talking to you. Yep. So, Hopefully you learned something. Yeah, be safe out there and go and change that, you know, change everybody into, into security sentinels yep. and create that security culture within your workplace. That's, great. that's what's exciting. That's great. All right. Well, listen. I am Carlos Francisco. And I'm Scott Walker. This is Corporate Security University. Security excellence through education on a podcast. On a podcast. Take care, everybody. Good to see you. Bye-bye now. Security Excellence Through Education, Corporate Security University.